Hi again, I'm Melanie Hirshhorn, the digital content creator and marketing strategist and coach for women business owners. And welcome back to another episode of VIP Access. VIP stands for Visibility, Impact, Profit. And this podcast will get you inspired and fired up about content creation and marketing yourself and your brand. Each week, you'll get marketing and mindset strategies, actionable tips, and the motivation you need to land more clients, nurture your leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. We also go behind the scenes with powerful women in business to discuss strategies, messaging, and more. My mission is to empower you to stop spinning your wheels and to make your mark with your marketing. Ready to wow your ideal client and create a community of raving fans? Let's dive into today's episode. Hi again, I'm Melanie Hirshhorn, digital content creator and marketing coach at VIP Digital Marketing Masters. Welcome back to another episode of VIP Access. This is a podcast for women entrepreneurs to get inspired and fired up about marketing their product and service-based businesses. We go behind the scenes with powerful women in business and learn about the importance of getting your brand's message out into the world. Whether you're just dipping your toe into entrepreneurship or you're already well on your way to world domination, this is the place to get strategies, actionable tips, and the motivation you need to get your messaging on point. Ready to get tips from the pros to help you attract your ideal clients and customers and position yourself as an expert in your industry? Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, and welcome to VIP Access. I'm Melanie Hirshhorn. So glad you're here because today we have a very special guest. Her name is Agath, but she goes by Agatha in the US, Deskalidis, and she is a recovering international corporate leader. She's also a spirited entrepreneur, a passionate philanthropist. She's obsessive about the art of relationships, and she's dedicated to helping you master the best strategies to build an authentic and influential Rolodex. Agath, thank you so much for joining today. Oh, it's such an honor being here and sharing the mic with you, Melanie. Thanks for having me. And thanks to everyone listening. Oh my gosh, it's my pleasure. So you are really the networking queen, like the networking guru. Can you explain to me what we should really be thinking about networking as? I mean, I know sometimes we think of it as, you know, you go to a room with a bunch of strangers and you're trying to find your next client, but that really isn't what networking is about, is it? Mm, No, it's not. Networking is all about creating authentic relationships. It's about building rapport. It's about getting to know the other person as a human being that you're speaking with. A lot of people think that networking events are for the what's in it for me. How am I going to get my next sale? How am I going to get my next referral? And the person you're speaking with might not be your next client, but they'll definitely be a conduit to an opportunity of floodgates of clients. So I always say um, to my clients to 
truly build rapport. When you go out to an event, it's not about the what's in it for me. It's about the what's in it for them. Who are these people? How can I actually bring value to them without expecting anything in return? And really, truly creating authentic relationships. It's interesting because I conducted a market research beginning of the year about networking and what others thought well, how they thought of networking, what emotions were triggered when you heard the word networking. Like uncomfortable and, you know, icky. Yes. <laughs> yes. The common denominator is exactly that. It's people that go there are self-interested, self-driven, it's hidden agenda, it's salesy, it's inauthentic, it's disingenuous. And that is not the essence of networking. It's not. That's a sales technique, right? But it's not networking. Networking is building relationships. And that's that's the hat. That's the glasses, the pink glasses or blue glasses you should be wearing or whatever color glasses <laughs> you should be wearing when you go out, when you put yourself out there in a live event, in a virtual event. It's truly creating a rapport and building an authentic connection and relationship with someone else. So in order to do that, you don't want to say, so what do you do? <laughs> no. <laughs> that is, um, yeah, that's usually a turn off. Yep. A good opening liner is introducing yourself, uh, making eye contact, smiling, energy is huge. And then saying, so what brings you here? Or if, if you see that they were with someone, uh, maybe say, oh, I see that you know so-and-so. Uh, how did you guys meet? It's really creating emotion versus the fact of like, who, you know what? It's, it's getting to know the person and the circumstances around the person as well. Okay. But what about online? Because you can't say, oh, hey, I know who you came with because everybody's in their own individual box. That's true. Online, I would say... So one of my best icebreakers is a compliment. And usually names to me are so special. So if I see a name that really rings a bell or brings a memory to me, I'll connect the two and I'll share that with the person and bam, eyes broken. <laughs> okay. So give me an example. Like you see my name there and, and you've never met me before, but you, maybe you knew somebody named Melanie growing up and you loved the name. So you'd be like, Hey, Melanie, I just wanted you to know, I've always loved the name Melanie and it's so nice to meet you. Yes. I, I'll say one of my best girlfriends' name is Melanie. I know we're a match made, made in heaven already. Something cute, something fun that lifts off any tension of the awkwardness and the breaking uh, through small talk. Something just relatable that makes you just as human as they are. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I mean, it's so daunting when you, whether you're walking into a room of strangers or you're walking into a Zoom room of strangers, <laughs> it's it's like, well, I don't know anybody. And, you know, do I feel confident saying what I do? I mean, how do you really get over that nervousness and sort of break through that part? So being a good networker means being able to create authentic relationships. And you might think with the nervousness that you just mentioned that master networkers are extroverted and love to be the life of the party. But not always. I often hear, I'm shy or I'm introvert or I'm nervous. All of those introspection barriers, or it could be introspection syndrome or fear of saying the wrong thing. Um, networking is just not my thing. Well, my friends, let me share a secret with you. Some of the best networkers I know are introverts. And do you want to know how to do what they do and how to do it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> tell us 
<laughs> tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> we were just exactly. talking about dancing, dancing and singing. They create opportunities to connect with people that fit their unique style of relationship building. So 100%, as long as you genuinely care about other human beings in general, you have the ability to become a master networker. Hmm. And what I mean by creating opportunities to connect that fit their unique style of relationship building. For example, introverts might get lost in big events, right? But they'll create an opportunity to connect with the people that they'd like to connect with on a smaller basis gathering. For example, a virtual coffee meeting or a real life coffee meeting, but they'll fashion the style around their unique way of connecting with people. That is very cool because when you go into a big online networking event, for example, or a big in-person networking event, there are often those breakout rooms or breakout Mm -hmm. areas, or they get smaller groups together. So you're saying that somebody who's introverted will sort of come alive in something like that? They tend to prefer smaller gatherings. And I think the virtual world has been a huge benefit for introverts as well, because if something goes wrong, they can just (laughs) disconnect. You're behind a screen. You're behind a keyboard. You have that shield, that that protection. It's a protective barrier. Yep. It's a protective barrier. And it's interesting because through this pandemic, even introverts are coming to me and say, oh my gosh, I miss people. Like we miss people. And I can't even explain how extroverts feel about that right now. <laughs> well, you wouldn't know any extroverts by chance, I mean, would you? Not at all. Not no. pointing any fingers. <laughs> so yes, the smaller gatherings, the breakout sessions, especially if um if you're an event organizer, if it's a virtual event, give them break, uh, breakout topics that they can talk about so that they'll feel more it's in a surrounding, it's in a controlled environment. They know what they're supposed to do versus just being spontaneous. I think that is always helpful. And you can always prep a few liners as an introvert or an extrovert too, because extroverts tend to start talking and losing track of what they're talking about. (laughs) So you can prepare a few liners to introduce yourself, who you are, what you do and why you do it. People don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. The why behind, the heart behind the hustle. I love that. Say that again. I want to hear that again. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. So what if you don't have your elevator pitch? And what if you forget it? You know, you stand up there and you go, hi. Oh, crap. I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> that has happened to me. Really? Because <laughs> I've, I've been distracted. <laughs> I had a Zoom a Zoom meeting and I was given the mic and it was at the same time that I was homeschooling and the teacher is coming out of my kid's computer. My kid is like running around in circles. And then they're they're like, Melanie, tell us about yourself. And I was just like, "Eh." (laughs) (laughs) and I froze and I thought, I could tell you what I'm doing in first grade right now, but I can't tell you what I do for my job. And so, you know, what do you do in that situation? If you, if you have prepared something in your head and then it all is gone. Uh, Don't hold on to it. Don't be hard on yourself. Just let it go and think, okay, what is something fun that I can share with people right now? What makes me again, human or what, what is one of my passion? What makes me relatable? And so I would just say, hey, I'm Agatha Daskalitas. Agatha, like Agatha Christie. Though I love murder mysteries, I and I like to think that I am a mystery. I'm not. <laughs> what you see is what you get. I'm as transparent as a book cover or something like that. Just something 
you know, and it makes somebody remember your name as well, right? It's like a fun icebreaker that makes them retain the information of your name, who you are. And you'll, when you um, trigger emotion in someone else, they'll be more likely to remember you. I love that. I haven't ever heard something like that before. That really? is so, yeah. <laughs> You know, the best advice I ever received, not from you, of course, from uh, somebody else about networking was don't say, so what brings you here? Or I'm sorry. No, actually say that. So what brings you here? Not what do you do? That was the best advice I got was, so what brings you here? Which, you know, when you ask somebody that in a Zoom room, it's like, well, what do you think brought me here? (laughs) <laughs> a calendar invitation. No, uh, right. A link. The same, <laughs> a link. Um, link. I think it's the same virtually because they have an interest. What's their interest? What, what do they expect to get out of this? Are they supporting someone that's uh, in the panel? I think that question remains relevant in any environment, really. Hmm, it's getting okay. to know the person and what inspires them, what inspired them to be there, what triggered that desire to be there, what I'm losing my English. Yeah. I'm losing no, my no, English you're... now. Let's switch to French. Okay. <laughs> Bienvenue, Agatha. No, um, <laughs> that's all I got. Um, no, you're you're making perfect sense. I'm just thinking like you really need to like people. Yes, you do. Oh, you have to. If you want to be a networker, you have to like people. Otherwise, people can sense from a thousand miles away in authenticity. You have to like people to create rapport and to build relationships. You have to actually care about the other person as a human Mm -hmm. being or as a professional, as a colleague, as a whoever they may be. You have to care and you have to like people, certainly. Right. Because your authenticity will shine through as it should. And, you know, I I think that that's such a great point because what you're telling people to do is come in and be themselves. Mm. There's nothing more beautiful than being who you are and assuming who you are. And people will connect right away. If you put a front or a facade or a sort of character, you can't connect with the person because you're not being yourself. So how can you expect the person to connect with you? Right. And you're, you're, you know, if you're running your elevator pitch over and over again in your head, trying to memorize it, it's not going to be authentic. But if you just came in and you said, Hey, you know, I love your necklace. Where'd you get it? Mm, exactly. It's funny. I tell my clients to leave their elevators pitch, elevator pitch in the elevator. It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. It's not about selling yourself. It's about, yeah, of course you want to bring them in and who you are and what you do. But that's not the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is to, if you want to build your network, you want to create authentic relationships. So it's not about the what's in it for me. It's flipping all of these misconceptions about networking and thinking, what's in it for you? I have never left an event or a virtual event, a live event, or a virtual coffee meeting one-on-one, whether it's one-on-one or a bigger gathering, whomever I, I meet that day. I will always think, how can I bring value to them? And I will connect the dots after the event. So after the event, I will follow up with them and thank them for their precious time. The most valuable resource we have as business owners is our time. And we know this. So I am grateful when someone gives me, even if it's five minutes of their time, that is money right there. So I'll always follow up. I'll thank them. I'll mention something remarkable that they shared with me just to say, I saw you. I see you and I appreciate you. And then I'll think, how can I provide value to you? Whether it is connecting them with a resource, whether it is connecting them 
um, with somebody else that I know it would be impactful for the two of them to know each other. That is the one way to differentiate you and to make you stand out from anyone else that does exactly what you do. I love that. (laughs) Mic drop. You differentiate yourself by being of service Mm -hmm. without expectation in return for getting anything in return. 100%. One of network to net. net Oh my gosh. I can't even say the name of my brand. (laughs) I'll say it. One important part of network to net worth is. (laughs) Thanks girl. One of our pillars is The currency of real networking is not greed, but service. It's having that generosity mindset. And then there's this beautiful thing that unfolds called the law of reciprocity. And it's literally anchored in our DNA to want to do something kind in return, to want to return the favor. But that's not why you're doing it as a networker. You're doing it out of that genuine, authentic self sense of wanting to help someone else. That's why you have to care about people and like people. Well, you don't have to necessarily like everybody. Not everybody's your cup of tea, but care about people as human beings, you know? I love that. So the word networking, we have to sort of change how we think about it because it's not about going into a room, whether it's virtual or live and just trying to gather new clients. Mm. It's about growing your relationship capital. Mm. It's about growing the people that you know and growing your network so that you can know more people and potentially help more people by serving. Yes. The way people network today is all deformed. The standard (laughs) approach is transactional and self-interested with the guiding principle being, what can this person do for me? There is no sincerity, no authenticity, just a desire to grab as many business cards as possible in the hopes that one day one of them would produce a return. But I, that's not, that's not the synonym of networking. I believe that social capital is one of the most important currency in the world. People, not things are your most important assets because great things in business happen when the right people come together. Our power comes not just from what we know, but from who we know. And you just never know whom you may come across again during this journey called life, old ties can be very powerful for your business or personal ambitions today while they might not have been in the past. So flip that misconception of what's in it for me? What's in it for me? You just never know who you'll meet today, who might impact your future tomorrow. So always, always, always think of serving first. I love that. Absolutely. And I'm so glad to know you. That, my goodness, it's an honor knowing you, girl. You're one of the best networkers I know out there. And we met virtually too. We did. We did. We've met in person one time and we've been friends for much longer than that. Yes. And that's what set us apart, right? We knew it was genuine. We didn't hop on this call. I think someone connected us and we didn't hop on, on the virtual dates that we had, the virtual coffee dates, as I like to call them, or tea dates, thinking, what can this person do for me? We literally wanted to meet and see what we were all about and discover one another and then stay in contact. And we've we've helped each other professionally along the Absolutely. journey as well. Absolutely. So I want to know how can people find Network to Net Worth and find all about Agatha Descalitas? Tell us everything. <laughs> 
Well, as you might believe it or not, I'm I'm a little social. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe so it. <laughs> on all the social platforms, you def- you can definitely find me on Instagram, Facebook. I have a website, but we can drop all the information maybe in the, in the comment section. And please slide into my DMs. I love meeting new people. I love building up my business entourage. I love helping. So um, don't hesitate if there's something that you heard in this podcast, that was like a huge aha moment, pop in my DMs and let me know. Or if there's something that you're like, I'm not sure what you meant by that, slide in my DMs and I'll definitely um, get back to you and empower you to to be the the best networker that you can be. And one of the things is that networking is a lifestyle. It's a modus operandi. Master networkers focus on deep quality relationships and not those that are based on immediate ROI. If I can leave you with one thing, It's that you look at connections, not in terms of what can I get out of you, but in terms of what can I do for you? It's a guiding philosophy. I love it. I'm bringing this point home and home again, because that's the secret sauce, guys. That's how you build authentic relationships. You leave your elevator pitch in the elevator and you truly create rapport. So there's a tactic. I just thought of something real quick. Sure. There's a tactic uh, for breaking through small talk called frog. Um, so you talk about, uh, it's easy to remember, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just frog it. Um, friends and family, recreation, occupation, and passion. So you, one of those four most resonates in the psyche of the human being. Isn't that so interesting? Yes, but so, so frog is a G. Oh, sorry. Goals. Goals. I said passion. Oh, that makes more sense. Okay. My goals are my passions. So not frop. Frog. Yes. <laughs> Got it. I'm, yes. My goals are my passion, girl. But yes. Same so thing. Yes. Friends and family, recreation, occupation, and goals, whether they're short-term or long-term goals. Somewhere in the psyche of the human being, one of those four elements most resonates. So employing frog-like questions takes the guesswork out of starting or continuing a conversation in an inviting and stimulating manner. And it prevents you from the offset to start off with that sales-driven pitch. That we will never do again after listening to you speak on this podcast. (laughs) Never, ever, ever. (laughs) All right, Agath, thank you so, so much for joining today. This has been so enlightening and I can't wait to get out there and network to net worth. Thank you so, so much. Your network is your net worth. Thank you so much for having me. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of VIP Access. We can't let the fun end here. Please join our private Facebook group at vipdigital.live slash community, where you'll get live trainings and other great tips all about digital marketing. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review. This tells iTunes that you found the show helpful and they'll share it with more women entrepreneurs like you. As reviews come in, I'll be reading them on the podcast and you will get a shout out. Have an amazing day, friend. And remember, your message matters. You've written a book, now what? If you're ready to implement a simple content marketing strategy to create buzz around your book and your brand, schedule your free sparkles and strategy call with me, Melanie Hirshhorn 
at contentstrategycall.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of VIP Access. We can't let the fun end here. To find out how engaging your content is, take the content quiz at mycontentquiz.com. Plus, you're invited to join our private Facebook group at vipdigital.live slash community, where you'll get live trainings and other great tips all about digital marketing. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. This tells iTunes that you found the show helpful and they'll share it with more women business owners just like you. Thank you so much for listening.